Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Which do you think is bigger? The series finale of Game of Thrones or the Indy 500? Doesn't matter because both have great lessons for podcasters. Listen up. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Season finale, not the season finale, the series finale of Game of Thrones happened. Next week, by the time this is recording, Indy 500 is happening. And I know these things because I watch television and, well, and social media and everything else. These are gigantic events and I can't get away from the news of these two things, even though I don't yet watch Game of Thrones and I'm not really a race car fan. But nonetheless, I'm aware of these things. And that is going to be what we're going to talk about today. You and me, working podcaster, how you can do something like that, how you can recognize that this organization called NBC and an organization called HBO have captured, if not the national, I mean, definitely the national conversation and, and even what an international conversation about these two events, which you could care about or not care about. It doesn't really matter. But I think there are real some lessons here for you. And I think there's a big difference in the way that these events were marketed and the way that podcasters typically go about marketing. So that's our conversation for today. The lessons, the lessons that business businesses can get So for the big organizations like the HBOs and the NBCs, they've got something that most podcasters don't have, and that is a network. (laughs) They are, in fact, a network. And the reason that they want you to tune into these things, if it's the NBCs of the world, is they would like to sell you advertising. And if it's the HBOs of the world, eh, they want to sell you a subscription, so you keep on paying. Of course, many podcasters uh, don't have a big, a big need, a big need or reason to keep people listening, uh, to subscribe, not not from a payment point of view. So, so that models out. Quite a few of podcasters, especially business podcasters, don't run ads. It's not really. There's not an immediate increase in dollar value once they do start running. You know, when, if they get everyone to listen and watch at the same exact time, no real, no real benefit there. So there's there are differences there. I think the other big difference is that typically in a podcasting space, podcasters tend to wonder about marketing or tend to, tend to push out episodes. No, wrong way to say that. Tend to market their episodes, excuse me. Uh, you know, here, here's what's happening. Here's what just happened. It's done in arrears. It's done after the fact. Hey, I had this amazing guest on my program and you should listen to it. 
or my episode just dropped, you should listen to it. And that's a very different model. And that makes sense because you know, podcasts are available now. I mean, it's the whole idea of personal on-demand broadcasting. I don't want to have to be in anticipation of. Yet the biggest blockbusters that are out there, I just mentioned two, but they're, think about any of them, are almost all anticipatory. And I think that's where we've got to begin. We've got to begin, business podcasters, thinking about building some anticipation for your show. It's not easy to do. Because, like a lot of podcasts, you may not know what's coming up next. But nonetheless, with proper planning and proper foresight, you certainly can build some anticipation of the next episode. But really where I think it drives home is the things you can get people to be anticipating about. And I think there are some natural events that Game of Thrones, as well as the Indy 500, illustrate. Game of Thrones was the end of the series. That's a big deal. Now, if your podcast is ongoing, it's hard to do that. But for a lot of business podcasters, they're waking up to the fact that they don't need to produce content every single week. They need to produce, produce things more in a series, in a seasoned fashion. Because if you do that, you can absolutely tell people and get people excited about the finale Either the series finale, hopefully the series finale, hopefully not the entire podcast finale. You can get people excited about that. I have seen several examples, specifically around authors who are podcasting, pushing out through the podcast their own work in a, in a serialized audiobook form. I have seen time and time again where their numbers significantly increase when they post the last episode. There are people out there who will wait until all of it's available and then binge consume. So that's an opportunity. Business podcasters, rather than doing the weekly thing, think about a seasonal approach because I promise, well, I shouldn't promise, but typically when you start promoting and pushing the finale of that, that's a, that can be a big business driver, a big listener push. Might happen anyways. And if you really, really push on it, maybe you can get even more. The second thing that I think businesses could leverage here is these things become events. They become something to look forward to on a certain date and a certain time, which again is antithetical to podcasting, I know, but it doesn't have to be. Actually, those of us in the podcasting industry, perhaps you are watching this as well, we have an event that happens every year. It's called the Infinite Dial Report that we talk about internally in a big way. Okay, that works really well. For us, podcasters, but what about the regular Joe listeners? Well, I'm not worried about regular Joe listeners. I'm worried about your business's listeners. What events does your business participate in? Or can you make an event? I mean, this infinite dial research, which details an annual survey of what podcast consumers say, is totally manufactured. You might be able to do the same thing, business. Is there something you can build anticipation for an event, a podcast-based event that is taking place that you can then push hard for weeks or months in advance? Because it can't just be weeks. I mean, if it's going to be weeks, it needs to be like more than four. You push a lot of attention, a lot of attention towards that event that you're manufacturing. You can totally do this. Now, of course, in order to do this, 
the the big thing that HBO and NBC and other networks have is they're a network. And as a business, you may not, you probably are not part of a network. Maybe you are, but maybe you could build your own. I've talked previously about the DIY approach to building your own network, which I think businesses can do a whole lot easier than independent podcasters. But if there are lessons to be learned from the Game of Thrones season, no, no, series finale, and this coming Indy 500 race, is that anticipation wins. People like to anticipate things. Start marketing earlier. Start marketing very laser-focused. Make sure that you're not just pushing out the same content across all of your channels. But customize those channels. Quick anecdote on that. I watch a lot of hockey. I've been watching all of the, well, as most of, many of the, uh, the, the Stanley Cup race that's happening right now. And I continue to see this ad where this goalie comes out of the goal and pours milk all over his face. What? What is all that? And it's an Indy 500 thing. Apparently, the winner at the Indy 500 pours milk on him. So I didn't know that, don't know that, don't care about that. But my attention is always grabbed because they they play, they, NBC, plays that commercial during these hockey games. Which makes a lot of sense. I'm watching hockey. Talk to me about hockey at the same time. Makes perfect sense. So make sure that when you're doing your marketing, you're doing it highly targeted. So think about that. Think about the anticipation that you might be able to build around an event and utilize that for your podcast. That's the idea, business podcasters. I'm full of business ideas for business podcasters. If you want to talk more about how to get a business podcast going, get in touch with me, evo at podcastlaunch.pro. You can go to podcastlaunch.pro to see a list of all the services that my firm offers to our clients, and I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. 
Three, abortion.cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, plancpills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.